Garfiri Jefem! Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fit in Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And I'm your other host, Jeremy Deschner. That's right. And as you find folks know, Got Fit in Japan is about two dudes, uh, caffeine. Iced tea? Japan in the news. Oh, Japan, Japan in the news. news. All Japan right. News. Yeah. You have the ball already. See, yeah. that's this is what happens when we drink caffeine instead we, of alcohol. Uh yeah, yeah faders. Uh this is the uh the, the next day. This is the next day cast. Uh last night we did not make the podcast because uh life got in the way of art, and sometimes it does. Uh I prefer art getting in the way of life, but uh hey man, uh you just gotta take the dice when you roll them. But um that makes any sense. <laughs> But anyway, it is early in the morning uh, and uh, we are doing a podcast. So thus, I'm drinking coffee. Jeremy's got iced tea and you got a podcast. And uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, congratulations. This is going to be an awesome episode because after this episode, we are going to do our TikTok reviews. We've got three TikToks that we are going to drop. We're going to review them and we are going to talk about them, which means review them. (laughs) Fair use. We're going to fair use them. That's right. Fair use them. And uh, yes, this is episode number 708. And uh, my goodness, faders, uh, it's been one hell of a week. It's been so busy for both me and Jeremy. We've had so much work to do. So many things are going on. I've got so many projects. Technically, I should not be podcasting. I should be in the other room, the studio, working on painting projects for a couple of clients that need my artwork immediately. And I've been getting zero sleep and it's it's just driving my brain crazy, dude. I'm, I'm just speaking madness today. I'm completely sober. I'm on three cups of coffee. I'm on zero sleep. And I am just a maniac with a microphone with my boy, Jeremy. And you're getting a podcast today. And uh, yeah, it's it's going to be an, it's going to be a Roller coaster faders, a roller coaster of madness, audio madness. Anyway, Jeremy, uh, I know you want me to talk about my week first, but I want to hear your week, man. I, I want to sit back and enjoy my Java. I understand. I understand. Like you said, man, it's been a crazy week. And um, I like to talk about things that happen, uh, you know, normally when you live here in Japan, because if you don't live here in Japan, these are like things that you wonder about, but you never hear. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is the most exciting thing in the world. <laughs> I'm being very sarcastic now, but if you can't tell, go That's into it. the phone store, go into the phone store. We have a phone company here called Docomo and Docomo is the world's biggest piece of crap when it comes to uh, customer service. Have you, I don't no. know who you, you use, Johnny, who do you use? SoftBank. Okay, SoftBank's a little bit lesser piece of crap. They're very soft. Yeah, but you do get with SoftBank. (laughs) SoftBank, you get overseas for free. Docomo doesn't do such a uh, service. 
Docomo charges you more to, to make phone calls when you're overseas. However, when you go to Docomo, you have to make an appointment. If you just walk up, pocket full of money, and you run, a, you want to throw down on a new phone? No, they don't give a fuck. You got to make an appointment, and there's huh. never an appointment that day or very soon. It's always an appointment either the next day or you have to wait for four hours and come back. It's really inconvenient. Oh. Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, uh, my phone's got a small crack in it. Fuck it. I can live with that for another two years. <laughs> that's that's normally the way it goes. Well, anywho, I go to, in to get a new phone yesterday. I wanted to upgrade to the uh, the uh, the newest phone, the Galaxy Z Fold 5. Have you seen this thing? The Galaxy Z Fold 5. Wait, is that the phone that folds like a sandwich? Hence the name. Yes, that's what it is. It's a, it's a brand new one. Clever. You're clever. That's right. And, and uh, I always get Galaxy phones. Uh-huh. And yeah, I've been doing that for years. And uh, the newest one is the Z Fold 5. And it's got the coolest camera. It's got the coolest uh, CPU. It's got the most memory. It's got a giant screen for you to watch YouTube videos, to, for you to watch our videos on. You can watch yes. our podcasts on it. And uh, it's got the new hinge, so it, it, it folds flat. It doesn't have that little gap like the four and the three and the two had. But, uh, yeah, I wanted this phone. Cool. So I walk, I walk in there ready to buy this thing. And, uh, of course, I get the old, oh, do you have an appointment? And I'm like, no. Fuck. You got to get an appointment, man. <laughs> so I let the lady sign me up for an appointment. So I got to go sit around for an hour. Uh, luckily, it was just one hour. Mm. So I go to the coffee shop, and I'm sitting there for like an hour. And in when you get an appointment, you give them your phone number and your name, and then they send you an email to your phone that says you have an appointment at 6 p.m. and blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. So that, that mail finally showed up. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there drinking my coffee, waiting an hour, and I go back over there. And the lady tells me that when I first get there, she's like, oh, okay, you still have 16 payments on your current phone. If you want to buy, if you want to get that repaired, it'll be 3,000 yen. All right, fine. You know, I, I crack glass on it or whatever. I'll I'll get it repaired. Sure. Instead of buying a new phone, I'll wait. I'll wait and buy a new phone. Mm. And then she's like, okay, give me your password and your, and your, um and your ID. And I'm like, excuse me. I'm like, do you password. mean the, 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 you know, you know, you know, the number that unlocks your phone, the pin code that unlocks your phone, your secret code that you're not supposed to tell anybody about. Thank you. That's what I said. I'm like, if I give you my fucking pin number you can unlock my phone you have access to all my credit cards my twitter my facebook my youtube uh my bank account my pay pay i'm not gonna give you my fucking pin number and she goes all right hold on a second let me go back and research this more so she goes in the back and she's gone for like 20 minutes so i'm sitting there for another fuck this guy yeah no kidding right fucking foreigner yeah so i'm sitting there for another 20 fucking minutes literally just sitting there waiting no one's talking to me uh it's uncomfortable small little kindergarten style table and chairs i'm just sitting there's little tiny ridiculous <laughs> like you ever see elf you ever see elf when he tries yeah, to sit on that elf. toilet it's like that right so i'm sitting in this little tiny kindergarten chair at a kindergarten table 20 minutes my knees are aching she finally comes back and says okay since you're using galaxy you can upload all your data to um to your gmail account and whatever, and it'll hold all your data for you. So we don't really need your pin number. And I'm like, wait a second. Then why the fuck did you ask for my pin number? How many other people's pin number are you asking for? All of them. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All of them. So oh they're my God. Making, basically breaching fucking security, right? For all these people who don't know IT, who, who have no clue, and just are ready to give up their, their pin number. Can you believe Absolutely. this shit? 
Yeah, I, I can't believe that. That mostly kids and uh, maybe old people would d- actually do that. Oh yeah, my pin numbers one, two, three, four. Kind of like in Spaceballs. Well, what about YouTubers like us? Like we have all of our accounts on our on our phone. We like we can uh, log into YouTube and check it. And you can uh, you can log into your uh, uh, Facebook and check your ads or check you know check you know. Uh, there's lots of financial shit uh, on your phone, man. Uh, I use PayPay. Do you use PayPay yeah. at all? Yeah, I run a business using PayPay. Yeah, so uh, basically, what PayPay is, if you're not if you're not aware, it's a, it's electronic money where you can just pay with your phone. Or like, like if I owe Johnny ten bucks, I can just send him ten bucks to his PayPay account. It's like it's like the Cash App or something. I think yeah, in other yeah. in other countries, but uh, you would have access to everyone's PayPay, everyone's account. You would have mm-hmm. access to like their Suica card, where you could just take a bus or a train or buy buy you know convenience store food, you know, just whatever. Sure. With whatever's on there. It's ridiculous. That's my ridiculous. point. It's fucking ridiculous, man. I can't believe it. I can't believe it also. But also they have access to all the dirty photos that you've taken of yourself and your significant other. So many, so many, so many. Yeah. All those dick pics and grocery shots and all those bad things that you took, like in the bedroom. Dude, they oh. have access to that stuff. And then they got access to your cloud. So if you're like hiding it on the cloud or whatever, yeah. they got access to that too. You are so busted on so many different levels. And you know they're going to use that again. Well, I don't know. Maybe somebody in the company might do something like Bro. that. And then they wind up on a... Huh? Oh, go and I'm, I was going to say, I'm old. No one wants to see that shit. I don't even want to see it. I don't even want to yeah. see my own shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I, if you want to yeah. see if you want to see a naked old man's dick, that says more about you than it does about me. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't even charge at that point, but yeah. Um, yeah. That's crazy, man. That's crazy that they asked for that. And then, then they gave you like the logical option. Um, pretty much like what I do whenever I get a new phone is I just put everything on my computer and then I, I clean the phone, the old phone, and then I get the new phone and then I poke it up to my computer and then just move all the information to uh, the new phone. And then I clean it from my computer. And then my phone, my new phone has all the old phones information. Yeah, right? so that's, you're an Apple guy, secure. right? Huh? You're an Apple Apple guy. You use I'm iPhone. An Apple guy that uses SoftBank. Yes. That's yeah. Correct. So so I use I use Galaxy. So I, I'm my all my stuff's downloaded automatically to my Gmail account. Like, uh-huh. so if you have you if you have a Google account, it, it, all your phone gets backed up to there. Oh, cool. It's an Android phone, so it's basically is Google. So it backs up everything to your Google account, all your contacts, all your pictures, all your you know your movies, whatever. Oh, it, cool. it backs cool. them all. So, I mean, the point is like, she really doesn't need my number. So like, if she's telling that to me, somebody who knows what they're doing, people who don't know what's going on when you give away your fucking number, they're fucked. Yeah, they are fucked. Yeah. yeah. I think that's kind of a common thing to ask people too, because the thing is, it's just like, um, when I had an iPhone eight, I, uh, what happened was I cracked the, the screen yeah, I went to this, uh, this company that was in Shibuya and it was called like, it was called like Apple crack or something. It was like this weird name. And I went in there and they, 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 I cracked, I cracked. That's it. They fixed your screen. So I went in there and the first thing that they asked me was my, my code, right? My pin number. And I was like, I'm not going to give you that. And they're like, well, we need it to fix it. I'm like, nah, I don't think you do. I'm not going to give you my, my pin that there's no yeah. way I'll just go somewhere else. They're like, oh, okay. We don't need it then. And I'm like, you asked for it. That's exactly what happened to me, man. That's exactly what happened to me. If you didn't need it, why did you ask for it? And I was thinking, this is pretty suspect, you know? And then I was kind of worried about getting my phone fixed, but I had to. It's either that or get a new phone. So I was like, fuck it. Yeah. And so basically, I gave them my phone. They didn't have my pin. So I, I assume they didn't take anything. And, you know, I've been safe ever since. And this happened years ago. So hopefully everything's cool. But uh, yeah, man, faders, never give away your pin. Right. 
and, and especially it's, if you're just replacing the glass, why are you, you just turn it on and make sure the glass is, is okay. Right. You replace the glass and just turn it on and make sure, make sure it comes on. Right. Yeah. That's it. You, you don't need, you don't need access to my data. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yeah, yourself. Back Go fuck yourself. yourself. Yeah, back yourself. Yeah. So yeah. Oh man. So then what happened? Is everything cool now? You got the new phone or no, uh, no, I have zero over to the, no, zero. I have, I'm still here with a, Broken fucking ass glass on my on my um on my Android. I don't have a new phone. What? But that bitch that bitch ain't got my fucking pin number though. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? Are you gonna switch over to SoftBank? I was thinking about going to that eye cracked place that you were just talking about and telling them because there's mm-hmm. one by my station. I was gonna get them to replace the glass. And yeah, I'm just gonna it. yeah. I'm, then I'll just keep this and I'll probably just buy because this phone's still good. This is like um. The S23 Ultra, so it's a, it's like real. It was like last year's phone or two years ago's phone, so it's still good. It's still a great yeah. phone. Yeah, and then it, it was not cheap either. It was like fifteen hundred bucks. So, yeah, so I'll, I'll just keep using this phone for another two years yeah. or whatever. Okay, all right, that's cool. That's cool. Hey, as long as you're happy, it's all good. And by the time I'm happy. you upgrade to a new, well, you're happy. But by the time you upgrade to a new phone, maybe like the uh, the folding phones be much cheaper or something. Yeah. So, yeah. So then maybe I don't know. Who knows what kind of technology we'll have in two years at this point? But uh, yeah, holograms. Oh man. Shit. Well, well, I'm glad everything is kind of working out for you. And uh, yeah, so I got a question for you, Jeremy. What right is the what is the strangest animal that you've seen in the streets of Japan? In the streets or in a zoo? That's a very, very good question. In the streets? Uh, streets, in the streets. And you can't say Yamamba. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, number two is, uh, <laughs> no, um, monkeys. Mon- you've seen a monkey? Yeah, I've seen lots of monkeys. Wait, in Fukuoka or in Tokyo or Yokohama? No, no, in, uh, in Yakushima. I was actually in Yakushima. I- I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you meant all of Japan, not just... Fukuoka. Okay. All right. No, no. This is say all Japan. Okay. Yeah. All monkeys. monkeys. Like macaques. The ones with the big fucking fangs. Oh, shit. And, and like the, the blue butts. Monkeys. Yeah. And the blue butts. Yeah. Those guys. Ugh. That's. I hate them. Freaky. I hate them. They're, they're, they yeah, bite. Yeah. They'll, they'll try to bite your dick. You don't want a monkey to bite your dick. You don't want anyone to bite your dick. <laughs> Dicks are not meant well, to be bitten. Some people are into that, man. Which there's, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. that. We support it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's it called? A nod job? Hey, if you're into nod jobs, it's all good. <laughs> Not my cup of tea, but that's all good. Um. All right. So the craziest thing, I've seen some interesting things in the streets here in Tokyo. So okay. some interesting animals, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, last night I saw, I saw a, a really, really freaky animal that's kind of freaky, but not freaky. This is so weird. Um, I took out the garbage last night around, uh, I would say, probably about midnight. And uh, anyway, I went outside and I took out the garbage and I noticed that there's like kind of like um, like a mass that was maybe about, I would say, four, four meters away about, right? Okay. So, and this mass was like a thing, right? And so I, I noticed it, but I didn't think anything of it because like, you know, when I go on to like take out the garbage, I'm just looking for people and cars and bicyclists, right? Just I just don't want to get hit, you know, the streets of Tokyo, right? Fair enough. So anyway, I see this mass and I kind of glance at it and I'm like, whatever. And I put in my garbage, you know, and I put it down and then I look over at it just out of curiosity. And it was a big cat. It was the biggest alley cat that I've ever oh, okay. seen. Like a domestic cat. cat. 
Huh. Well, <laughs> compared to compared to Jaja. Well, no, Jaja's Jaja's small. Jaja's baby. But the okay. thing is, this thing, this thing. All right, imagine like a normal house cat size, and imagine mm-hmm. the size of like a full Lavador, and then may imagine something like kind of in between, right? And this cat was like, it was that big and it had these ears and these ears are about the size of my hand. These ears were about as big as its, its head, right? It was like an unnatural looking house cat, right? And it, it sounds was like totally, a lynx. Was it a leak? I don't know. It was L-I-N- L-I-N-X, L-I- lynx. Maybe it was a lynx. I don't know. But it, it looked like a house cat that was really, really, really big with these huge ears, right? Like, uh-huh. like something from the zoo. And so, and so I, I saw it and it's staring at me and it's right in front of my apartment building and it's looking at me and I'm looking at it. It's looking at me. I'm looking at it. It's looking at me. I'm looking at it. It's looking at me. And I'm like, holy shit. So I start slowly walking towards my, my apartment complex because this motherfucker's big. If it you don't want to run. Yeah. Me, no, no. And if it ran towards me, dude, I've, I think would have to do like a judo chop or something. Like, I mean, it's like, it was big enough where like, I would have to fucking fight it. Right. With, yeah. with like, like I would have to kick it or something. I'm wearing fucking flip-flops, by the way, I'd have to take off my flip-flop and I don't know. I, I would, I'd probably just die. I'd probably <laughs> Scream just die. And throw. <laughs> oh my God. In my neighborhood, nobody would care. But in, this thing is just sitting there and it's watching me and I go into my apartment building and I, I look back and it's still just staring at me with these yellow freaking eyes, right? I see these eyes and its ears are up and it's perched and stuff. And I'm smoking really a cigarette. In, smoking a cigarette. It's like, I'm going to fuck you up. But no. And I'm like really taking in how big this creature is, right? Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is, this is like the biggest house cat I've ever seen. Like, I mean, it was, I'll be honest, it was probably almost the size of like a Labrador, like a full grown Labrador. <clears throat> it was a fucking cat, dude. And I was just like, what the fuck? And like, usually, right in Tokyo, there's tons, there's thousands of alley cats, right? This right, right. City, right. And they're all skinny, and they're all kind of like a little malnourished because they're living on the streets, whatever, you know. But this thing was fully fed, dude. It was like the size. It was like a penguin shape, almost, right? It was like sitting. It was perched up and shit. And I was like, what the fuck? So I went upstairs. I got my wife, and I'm like, dude, come to the balcony. You got to see this. So we went up to the balcony, but there's like trees blocking the view. And I was like, all right, let's go downstairs. So like, and then she's like, what are you? talking about you see you see a massive cat there's no cats in this area except for how like alley cats what are you talking about i'm like i don't know it's a panther i have no idea so we went down into the streets and it was gone it was never there and i'm like looking around i'm like holy shit where is this beast this beast of a creature oh my god where is it and it was gone it was completely gone and my wife thought i was crazy she's like listen you've been working way too hard you haven't been sleeping well you haven't been sleeping much at all you've got Mm. so many projects that you're working on i think it's your imagination your imagination is just making you go crazy and i was like no way man i saw that with my two eyes i know exactly what i saw i saw a beast i saw a beast it had ears that were this big it was crazy and it was looking at me and i was looking at it and it was looking at me and i was looking at it and it knew that i was looking at it because i was looking at it and it knew it it was crazy man it was like the biggest feline i've ever seen outside of a zoo i swear to god i'm having flashbacks of of american werewolf in london dude Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a scene there's got to be at least a scene like that in american werewolf in london right and then oh. you and your wife turn around to go back inside the house and suddenly oh god yeah, yeah. well don't say that I'm, I'm freaked out dude thank god i work from home i'm staying inside for the next couple of days yeah no oh, kidding 
But that was freaky, man. That was I, I can't believe how big that was. I mean, that was just so big. Me, me, I think I think it was somebody's pet, pet like I don't know, Lion-O from yeah. like a Thundercats or something that is Thundercats. Oh, yeah, yeah, or the little snarf, snarf. Maybe oh, one I hate of those. Yeah. Oh, everybody hated snarf. But uh, yeah, maybe it's like somebody's like pet, like their pet, like feline that escaped or something or something that escaped from maybe fukushima or something you know fukushima's got all those radioactive creatures so oh, maybe shit. something like that maybe i don't know or maybe who knows who knows but i saw it johnny saw it and it's out there in the streets and go, uh, go open yeah. your window and see if it's out there it could be sitting out there on the street corner smoking a cigarette and as soon as you open the window it goes like this yeah i'm looking at you i'm looking at you you gotta come out of that house sometime bitch yeah yeah, but I'm cool with animals. I love animals. I'm an animal guy, dude. Cats, I love natural dogs, animals. Rabbits, I don't love radioactive, crazy monsters that you're talking I like about. Them on TV, I like them. In I like the them on TV. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like you said, like uh, American Werewolf in Paris, or no, American London. Werewolf. They had that one too. American Werewolf in uh, London. You know, like I said, like a couple of episodes they ago, we really got to have like American werewolf in Tokyo, man. It's about time that somebody made it and they made it right. And I think right now is the time. And out of all the places to shoot a movie, Tokyo is actually relatively easy. And the taxes are pretty cheap too. I think, yeah, there's a, I think they give you free money to shoot movies in Tokyo. If you go through all the right channels, right? Um, I don't know about that, but let's just say yes. Sure. (laughs) So we don't, we don't need to research it. Let's just say it happens. You know, if you say it enough, it's true. Yes, yes. You can Good make point. movies for free. You That's how Jesus works. Silver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what happened to Jesus. Yeah. Uh, oh, no Jesus butthole jokes in this episode, man. We're gonna oh, does he have a butthole? <laughs> no, don't go there. Where oh, does man. the word holy shit come from? Uh, oh, goodness. <laughs> On that note, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Time for the news. All right, right. Peters, we're going to take a little break. Uh, Enjoy our sponsors. We love our sponsors. Support our sponsors. And uh, when we come back, we've got the top five news stories. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be completely delirious talking about uh, feline werewolves. (laughs) What would be a were-feline? No, were-cat. A were-cat? Yeah. I'm going to call it We're going to have a lino on there. If you get a Dungeons & Dragons advanced D&D book, there's were-cats in there, man. Advanced D&D 2. Anyways. Okay, anyway. (laughs) All right, whatever. Nerd alert! Okay, faders, we'll catch you in five. Peace. Hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. 
Stars American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yapu. Come get your party on. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit in Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit in Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors. Located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. It's your liquor. Are you at Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. A Harry Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And there were so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. That's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade. And it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your bait on in style. Proper. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azubu Juban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. 
come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. What's up, faders? We are back, and we are back with the news. And uh, yes, faders, uh, without further ado, Jeremy's going to start with the top five. Jeremy, rock and roll, brother. All right, my, my shit's about a... DJ, DJ. Awesome shit, bro. Two men have been reported to... Oh, sorry. Let me start this again. Two men report to police over DJ Soda groping case. Okay, so they... Did some shit there. Okay, this takes place in, guess where, Johnny? Osaka. I used to do. Stay classy. Yes, you do. Great, great fucking city. Classy city. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. So two men in their 20s surrendered to police on Monday in connection with an incident where a popular South Korean artist, DJ Soda, was allegedly groped by attendees at a recent music event in Japan, according to investigative sources. Two men believed to be the, uh, the suspects appeared in the YouTube video on the uh, post on the same day, apologizing for the incident while adding that they were drunk and it happened in the with a lighthearted, you know, spirit. Hmm. Earlier in the day, the organizer of the event held uh, in Osaka Prefecture filed a criminal complaint against two men and a woman on suspicion of indecent assault against DJ Soda on August 13th. The police said without identifying the three individuals, we take this kind of shit. Oh, sorry. We take this kind of incident very seriously as sexual assault crimes are inexcusable. True. Said Rakio Otsky, the chief executive of the organizer. Try hard. Try hard Japan. <laughs> Good name. Bad name. Sometimes this shit just writes itself, Johnny. All right. So yeah. these, yeah, these two guys apparently like grabbed her titties or something while, while she was like in the crowd. That's fucking rude. Pretty bad. What do you think, Johnny? Um, do you think they're gonna go to jail forever? Uh well, actually, there's more a little more to this case. Um, um, I read a couple of articles on this. This is huge news right now. And uh, one thing about this is that there's it wasn't just two guys. It was two guys and a woman. Right on. So two guys and a woman were actually, I guess. Oh, I didn't see the video. I can't find the video. I mean, I, I think it's being blocked. But I yeah. guess like uh, maybe they, they grabbed her boobs or something or maybe yeah. they gave her a hug. I have I no wanna... idea what they did. I don't want to see a video of someone sexually assaulting somebody else. That's just me, you know, but uh, it's at a a concert with like, I mean, DJ soda in South Korea is actually a pretty big deal Um, in the rest of the world. Kind of, but yeah, she's kind of a big deal over there. So for her to come over here and stuff like that, I mean, it's kind of crazy. And I got a couple of points about this. Okay. All right. Go ahead. First off it's, she's not pressing charges against these two guys. And he, I mean, she's not doing anything. I think, I think it's the organizer of the event that's pressing charges. And I yeah, think right here, from yeah, try hard. He's, yeah. He's covering his tail because, you know, I'm not sure if, if most of you faders go to concerts or anything, but I've gone to tons of concerts, tons of raves, tons of parties, tons of nightclubs. And the thing is the talent is on a stage. Yeah. The talent the, the, the DJs, the bands, the, the comedians, the stand-up comedians, the actors, 
They're on a stage. The stage has a barrier that people can't get past. And every big club, every big event, every big rave, every big concert has this, right? Right on. So if you go to any concert, basically the, the, the talent stays on the stage. They're not supposed to go into like the audience, right? And so they go up there and they, they do their dance. They do their DJ. And a DJ, holy smokes, think about a DJ. A DJ has a DJ table. And they, yeah, they a controller. They have the controller. Yeah, they, yeah, the turntables or whatnot, you know, the iPhones or whatever they use these days, you know, they're behind that. And that's another barrier, a barrier upon a barrier upon a barrier. So I think maybe possibly, I don't know for sure. I'm just saying words, but maybe the promoter's like, oh, we didn't have security and we didn't have a barrier. Maybe that's what's going on. And so because and then this incident happened. Now, I wasn't there. I haven't seen the video. I'm just speculating. I'm just saying words. Maybe this is true. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But I'm just saying this guy for this, for the organizer to sue or to like, I guess, prosecute these two guys and not the girl that did it, which is kind of strange. Um, I I think that's very unusual, unusual. I mean, if DJ Soto was like uh, sexually assaulted, I mean, no, not if, I mean, she was, she was just sexually yeah. assaulted. I think she should be the one to be like, yo, I want to sue these guys. I want these guys in jail. I want, I want to, I want this to be fucking big news because I want this to never happen again to any other performer in any other venue ever again, you know? So that, that's my two cents. I get it. And um, like you said about the barriers, that's correct. And as a club owner, or as a bar owner, when you have a DJ booth there, that's expensive equipment, man. You don't want drunk people like standing over your 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 mixing board, spilling drinks on your iPhone and like sugar drinks on your turntables and stuff, man, because that'll ruin that equipment. Secondly, yep. secondly is I mm-hmm. know that sometimes people would come up and dance behind the DJ some in some places, and then mm-hmm. they probably reached over and grabbed her titties or something like that. But man, fucking control yourself, man. What kind of people do you think you are? You know what I mean? Yeah, you just can't yeah. go around grabbing girls, man. If if that was like someone who I knew, I. You would jail would be the only safe place for you, man. That's true. That's yeah. definitely true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's no excuse to like this kind of behavior, especially at a fucking night. Oh, that's, nice. that's an assault. Period. Yeah, basically. Period. That's assault. Yeah. Yeah. That's a 100% assault. And uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, fuck these guys. And they should find that girl too. I mean, if she's involved in stuff, you know, I mean, in this world right now, 2023, men, women, we're all considered the same. Everybody's equal. So if these two guys are going down, that girl should go down too. And it's so dumb because I just read the line like in, in the article. While some people online are blame, blaming DJ Sota, uh, Soda for wearing skimpy clothes. And, what? You know, they're blaming the victim here. It doesn't matter what oh. kind of clothes she wears. Sexual assault is not justified, man. You can't just go around. If, oh, mm-hmm. do you want people in fucking burkas? Do you want you want everyone, every girl wearing the beehive suit, man? Fuck off. Control mm-hmm. yourself. I don't care if you're drunk or not. Control yourself. Yeah, control yourself. And uh, yeah, uh, I think anybody should be able to wear anything they want. And if you're a performer, of Word. course, you could be wearing some interesting stuff. You know, yeah. I mean, shoot. Artists. If you could like, yeah, if you go to any kind of a nightclub and there's a girl DJ, she's going to be, well, guy DJs, oh, they look like me pretty much. T-shirt, baseball cap, that's it. <laughs> but girl DJs usually dress really kind of cute or sexy or something like that. And uh, more power to them, you know, if they yeah. want to do that. And you know, they should be on a stage and there should be security and there, there should, should be security. They're whooping that ass boy. And like if, if someone reaches out to touch the artist, your principal, mm-hmm. there should be like a dude who just fucking puts them in a hold, man, and takes them outside and teaches them some manners. 
Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. That's absolutely. how you run. That's how you run. A, if you're running a club, why isn't there security there? Well, I think this is a festival, which is even more sus- shocking. Was it? Yeah, there should there should definitely be security, especially on this on the stage where um if if she's famous, I think she's quite famous, right? Yeah, she's pretty big. DJ Soda. Yeah, yeah you just can't. Candy. You just can't just let her hang out there and like let guys go up and grab her tits, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. That's bad all around. Well, anyway, uh, hopefully uh, these these guys and the girl that uh, committed this crime see justice. Okay, next story. Man arrested for threatening to kill ex-girlfriend. Okay, we've all thought it like, oh, victimless crime. (laughs) But never threaten anybody. Threatening people is bad. That's bad. Don't do it. Okay, police in Chizu, Totori Prefecture, said Sunday they've arrested a 31-year-old unemployed man in suspicion of threatening to kill his former ex-girl, his former girlfriend. According to police, a suspect sent a text message on his smartphone to the woman who is in her 30s at around 9:30 p.m. He was wasted on yeah. Friday. He was super wasted. Yeah. Uh, local media reported that the message said, "Quote." I'm going to kill you, end quote. The woman notified police and the man was arrested on Saturday night. Police quoted the man as saying he didn't mean what he said and that he was upset over the woman ending their relationship. I tell you what, Faders. Okay, listen, if you're in Japan, there's actually the ratio to women to men is different. I think there's like 5% more women to men in Japan, which means if, if a girl breaks up with you, she breaks your heart. Yeah, it sucks. Go to the bar with your boys, drink some beers, uh, delete her number, delete all the photos you had together. Forget Text that about bitch, her. Tell her you're going to kill her. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do oh, that. Oh, no, no. That's okay. terrible advice. Sorry. No, 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 no. God damn it. There I always fuck plenty, this up. Yeah. Yes, there are plenty of fish in the sea. And I know it's hard. We've all been there. But, dude, it fucking is true, man. And eventually, not maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but eventually you're going to find somebody who's better, who's nicer, who's cuter, who's cooler, who's younger than somebody in her 30s. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. Like, uh, move, move the fuck on. Come on, man. Like, what is he thinking? If I send this chick a threat, she's gonna get back with me for sure. Of course, she's not gonna get back with you, dude. You just threatened to kill her. And then the second yeah. thing is, when you send somebody a text, it's got your name and it's got your phone number right there at the top. <laughs> so like, she has the evidence on her phone. So she goes to the policeman, and goes eh, right there, and he can't yeah. deny it. You're gonna get in trouble for that shit, man. You sent that. With your name and your phone number and your IP address is all there. You're going to jail, brother. You're going to be sitting next that to those two dudes who grabbed the, that, the DJ lady's titties. Yep, yep, yep. You're going to be in jail for a long time, dude. Threatening to kill somebody in Japan is a very serious, serious event. Well, take that shit so seriously long. here. Yeah. See you later, dude. Okay, next story. A uh, woman dies after being hit by a car driven by a 90-year-old man. Can you Grandpa fucking believe this? <laughs> no. Yes, this I can't believe it. It's a huge problem in Japan. Like along with drunk drivers, old drivers are, are even worse, man. In in Fukuoka, it's horrible how bad the drivers are. It's terrible. Worse than Tokyo. Oh no. ridiculous, ridiculous shit, bro. Ridiculous shit. I saw really? some stuff yesterday that you just wanna you wanna turn your car off, open the car door, get out, walk over to the person and just go and slapped him on the back of the head, man. Make sure that they're okay. You know, are you all right? You shouldn't be doing shit like this. Anywho, oh, uh-huh. 
This is in Ahime, which is another island up up, uh, up a little bit to the west. Uh, police in Matsuyama, Ahime Prefecture, on Saturday arrested a 90-year-old man on suspicion of dangerous driving, resulting in the death when he struck a woman in uh, 71 with his car. Jesus. The incident occurred along the Prefectural Highway 193 at an intersection with no traffic lights at around 8.30 a.m. Saturday, the local news reported. Police in Police said Mio Matsuda was crossing the street on her bicycle. La, 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 la. Just crossing the street on her bicycle. And, and she was hit by a light car driven by Motohiro Takunaga. Matsuda was taken to the hospital where she died 30 minutes later. Oh, my goodness, man. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. 90 yeah. years old, still behind the wheel, fucking can't see shit. Can't hear shit. Oh, I, I think after if you if all right, all right. How about this? Right. I know this is going to be an unpopular topic, but OK, this happens all over the world. This is not just a Japan thing, by the way. But I think if you are forced to retire from your job because yeah. you're too old to work at your job from that time on every six months or every year, you have to go to the DMV or to the secretary of state or whatever you got, the driving uh, institute of your country. And right. then basically just you, you got to go there and you got to take an eye test, a driving test, a, a mental test, I guess. And then maybe maybe I don't know, maybe even an interview or something like that, because the thing is, when you're driving a car, I don't care if it's a truck or if it's like a little gremlin or something. Dude, that is a ton of killing machine with yeah. wheels on the road, man. You're yeah. just like Mad Max, dude. And I don't care if you're going 20 miles an hour or 200 miles an hour. You hit somebody, it's going to hurt them, man. And so if you're too old to work, you're too old to drive. Well, not you're not too old to drive, but you should be tested. Yeah, but I think like at a certain age, dude, after, after at least 60s or 70s, your cognitive uh, reaction times are going to be much slower, bro. Much, much slower. Yeah, so if you're probably. barreling down the road at going like 70, 80 miles an hour heading towards a red light and you just like, blam, plow into a lady, bro. Even if he goes, even if he gets put in jail, he's going to die there. Uh, yeah, 90 years old. Yeah. I mean, holy smokes. And they get people in Japan, especially in the islands, they, they generally live to about 100. So he's got another like maybe 10, 15 years. But still, I mean, you don't want to be in jail for 10, 15 years. The, you don't want to end the book in a cell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, all right. Next Shawshank story. Redemption bullshit. You need a, what's his name to do the uh, voiceover for you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's that guy's oh, name? All right. I'm not going to do the voice. Okay. Here we go. Man arrested for assaulting police officer at Koshin High School baseball tournament. The story took place in beautiful Hyogo. We love Hyogo. I got police a question. Eight. Why yeah. was the police officer playing in a high school baseball tournament? I'll get to that. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Police have arrested a 37-year-old unemployed man on suspicion of assaulting a 25-year-old police officer and obstructing police in the performance of their duty. According to police, the incident occurred at around 3 p.m. Thursday at Hanshin Koshin Stadium during a summer high school baseball championship game. Oh, I watched that game. 
Oh, I'm sure it was good. Yeah. Police, especially when this happened, police said the suspect who was supporting one team got into an argument with a man supporting the opposite team. Police, The police officer was patrolling the stands, and when he tried to break up the argument, the man punched him in the face. Uh, police said the suspect was drunk when yeah. arrested and that he has denied the allegations. You know what this reminds me of? Mortal Kombat! No, that South Park episode. You ever watch that South Park episode where Randy Stan's dad, he basically forced Stan to play baseball just so he could fight the other dads. Oh, and that's they, awesome. Uh, the opposing teams. Yeah. And they played that one song. You're the best around. No one's ever going to take you down. You're the best around. No one's ever going to take you down. That's awesome. Fight. You know? Yeah. And so every single game he'd go there and he'd beat up some dad or whatever. And he was winning every single fight. But at the end of the baseball game, he's being taken away by the police. And he's saying things like, I thought this was America. I thought ah, this was America. What's yeah. up? Don't touch me. Don't touch me. I can't breathe. You know, all this crazy Freedom shit. Freedom like of speech. That, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it was crazy. That is like one of the best South Park episodes ever. I think it's like seasons or episode. Yeah, maybe season six or something. It's not too new. It's a little old and stuff, but it holds water, man. It is such a good episode. And it's pretty much the same thing that happened in real life. Life portrays art. Art portrays life in Japan on our podcast. Here we are. Let me tell you something, folks. If you do not know about baseball in Japan, people are nuts about baseball. I'm wearing a baseball cap for the for the uh, SoftBank uh, Hawks, right? So, um, yeah, this high school game that he's talking about, it's, um, it's more popular than like um, Major League Baseball. These are kids, high school kids, who if you win this game, it goes on your record and you can probably move on to become a professional baseball player after if you're on a winning team, right? Yep, this yep. game, kids work for years and years and years and years and years to get to the um, to this baseball tournament. My nephew played in it. That's why I was watching it because my nephew wants to be a professional baseball player. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, he's worked his ass off his whole life. And uh, yeah, he was playing in, in this tournament. His team was playing in this tournament, and uh, yeah, this game is huge, man. Like uh, even at my bar, we have it on the TV. Uh, people are come around to watch it, you know. And uh, we're not really necessarily a sports bar, but just the impact of this game on society uh, for the Japanese people is enormous. So that's why we had it on. Yeah, big game, man. Can you just imagine like people fighting in the fucking stands? Oh yeah, and also. Johnny, if you punch or kick a police officer in Japan, your life's fucked. I think that's an automatic ten years in jail. I think you do not, not ten, get, but it's at least like four or something. It's it's enough. It's yeah, enough. It's, it, it's gonna suck. You're not gonna get away with it. It's gonna suck. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, dude. Oh god. And you know the interesting thing is that this never really happens in Japan. Usually, like baseball games in Japan are. So super tame i mean i mean they're fun they're great i've been to a lot of them you, you sing there's chants there's songs whatever yeah. uh people there's sometimes dances or whatever you you get these little like classic things that you troll around they got cheerleaders that dance around they got beer girls that run around these these cute little girls with these huge beer kegs on their yeah. back which is almost as big as them and they're running up and down the stands filling up beers or whatever it, amazing it's, it's so much fun the food's delicious it's a great time baseball games in japan are the best i love, I love the baseball it. games here they're, 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 sometimes they have fire work shows it's crazy yeah. man it's great and uh yeah you, i've never seen anybody 
do anything off color, like fighting yeah. or arguing or anything like that. Everybody just has a good time. And, and you know, and this is like a, a gentleman's game almost, you know, it's great. So the, for, for this to happen, for something so American to happen in Japan, it's kind of quite, maybe this guy saw that South Park episode. He's <laughs> like, oh man, I know what I'm doing this Friday. <laughs> he starts rolling up his sleeves. Here I go. He's maybe playing the, the the song. You're the best around. Nothing's ever gonna take you down. He's getting all psyched up. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking awesome. Oh man. Yeah. Generally speaking, Japanese are super laid back, and you know what? There's there's even news stories of Japanese people helping clean up the stadiums after after a game. You know, they're, they're really true. laid back people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this guy must have had a one too many. I want I want to I want to drink whatever the fuck he was drinking, bro. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Maybe maybe he wasn't drinking beers. Maybe he's drinking shochu. Shochu, man. You drink like maybe five, six cups of shochu, man. Fucking tell <laughs> me about it. Jesus. Yeah. Drinking All straight right. hand sanitizer. All right, last story. A uh, man arrested for fatally kicking a neighbor in Chiba Prefecture. Where's your Chiba pre- Prefecture, Johnny? Can you point at your Chiba Prefecture? And Chiba Prefecture is a little bit that way. Okay. To the east. Yeah. I've never been kicked in my Chiba Prefecture. Um, uh, I get it. <laughs> finally. Okay. Uh, police in Ichikawa, Chiba Prefecture have arrested a 46-year-old man on suspicion of murder after he fatally kicked his next-door neighbor on Tuesday. Mortal According combat. to the police, Shigeru Ochima, a self-professed part-time worker, okay, I don't know what that is, kicked the victim, a man in his 70s, in the face and in the stomach multiple times. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. Around uh, 11.15 a.m. on Tuesday, the Kyoto News reported, uh, Chuma's mother placed an emergency call around 11.25 a.m., 10 minutes later, right, to report the incident. Officers found the victim in a state of uh, cardiopulmonary arrest, uh, having a heart attack, and transported him, uh, how hard did he kick him, fuck, uh, to the hospital where he died later Tuesday. Police said Chuma has admitted to the allegations and quoted him as saying, he was fed up with his neighbor and intended to kill him. Well, damn. Well, <laughs> I hate to be his lawyer. <laughs> yeah, don't admit shit, bro. Uh, yeah. Well, no matter what, this guy's going to prison. I oh, mean, forever. Yeah, done. Game over. Sign. Could get the death penalty. Actually, they hang your ass in Japan with the death penalty, and they don't yes, tell sir. you when you're. They don't tell you when you're going to die either. They tell you one day before you're about to get hung. Oh, no, today's your day, bro. Morning. Yeah, today's your day. Uh, eat up. <laughs> enjoy enjoy your last 30 minutes yeah enjoy your rice yeah, yeah. uh yeah but uh yeah this is this is crazy man um yeah a death kick holy smokes dude this is kind of like the the kung fu death punch you know where you punch somebody like three times in three different places pop 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 they, uh, they fall over dead maybe dang. maybe this guy knew the the kung fu death kick or something he's like kuk, kuk, kuk. and uh the that's, dim mock that's what they called it they called it the dim mock the Dimmock, yeah, he knew the Dimmock, yeah, I guess. The kick version and, of the uh, Dimmock, yeah. Yeah. What was he thinking? You know, I mean, God, yeah. 71. The guy he kicked was 70, right? Yeah. Uh, that's <sighs> that's already weak. You will not be driving around here, you old motherfucker. <laughs> Jeez. It's got to be really bad having problems in your neighbors. You know, it's just like, I mean, in, in Japan, a lot of the houses are really close to each other and stuff, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I can see people having problems with their neighbors. And uh, I've never had any problems with my neighbors. 
And um, yeah, gosh, that that it would suck to have that. But yeah, you, you call the police and you you make a report. You're like, listen, this guy he he's playing his Inca music too loud. He's having bonfires with his friends in the backyard and stuff. It it stinks. Whatever you, you call the police. You don't you don't do the the Incan death kick or whatever. No, you don't do that. No dim mucks. No dim mucks up Mox. in Chiba. No, Dimox. Jeez. Okay. Well, that was the top five faders. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Got Fitted Japan, a very special episode, episode number 708. Yeah, 708. 708. Loads of violence this time. Loads of violence. Wow. Lots of violence. Yeah, very violent episode. And uh, yeah, we, we really hope you enjoy it. And we hope you enjoyed it so much that you're going to support Got Faded Japan. And there's many different ways in how you can support Got Faded Japan. And uh, Jeremy, I'm too delirious, sleep deprived, exhausted to carry right. on. Carry on my wayward son. Let me it's see if I can do this. Turn. Let me see if I can do this in one breath. Okay. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, X. Other stuff, Patreon, other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I can only do that many in one breath, man. So, oh, like, you uh, yeah, you can support us by sharing our videos, or if you are uh, kind enough to want to give us some money, yeah, join us on Patreon. You know what? There's tiers on Patreon. If you want to just support me, you can give to Jeremy tier. If you want to just support Johnny, you can give to the Johnny tier. If you want to support the overall show, you can do the overall show, man. You can join different levels of Patreon if you feel like it. Or if you're like the most of the world and you don't have any money to give, um, share our video. Tell tell your friends. There, you gotta have some friends out there who are interested in Japan and want to see two handsome guys talk about the news. Of course you do. That's us. That's us. And we're trying to get a thousand followers on YouTube this year, and we're pretty close. I think we have like five hundred seventy-two at the moment. Pretty close. I want to say thank you to everybody out there who has been following us because we owe it to you guys for doing that, and uh, we want to keep the momentum going. So Johnny, yes sir. Tell us what else we can do, man. Uh, yes, uh, if you're interested in art and artwork, I do have the spilt ink. If you look behind me, if you're watching YouTube, I've got two beautiful paintings that could be yours. And uh, also, you know, I go to iTunes and give us a five-star review and write something groovy. It takes you two seconds and it means the world to us. And on YouTube, go to YouTube, subscribe to us and uh, write something about this episode. In fact, if you don't want to write something, just write text, just type blah, 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 blah. Because it doesn't matter what you write. It just matters that somebody wrote something. So if you do that, that's also pretty cool. And it costs you nothing except for time. And how much time? Two seconds. If you do that, we will love you forever. And on that note, Faders, uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Maybe it's a day episode, a caffeinated episode. Maybe it's a boozy episode. Hopefully it's a boozy episode. But uh, yes, uh, I apologize and I'm sorry and I'm not sorry for being this tired and delirious because we're still doing this show for you. <laughs> Can you believe it? Most people wouldn't. Anyway, Faders, thank you. Peace. Go fuck yourselves. Well, brother, a goddamn shit something vampire. Oh, you eat your mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Out the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't it! You sure I should do it? Man. Your move, creep. Oh, man.
I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Suicide, it's a suicide. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.